Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And we're coming to you today from the studio just to set up our podcast, which is actually a recording of a live Q&A that we did, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, Q&As are always fun because <laughs> these Q&As, you never know what you're going to get. So we get one question here, one question there, one question everywhere. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's right. It keeps the topics fresh. And so we'll bounce around from various topics, but these are relevant things that uh, are on the minds of people in our stage of life. And so hope you find this episode helpful. We're going to break the recording down into a couple of episodes so that we can kind of stick with our 15 minute length or so. So hope you enjoy. Enjoy. I did receive two questions ahead of time. People kind of emailed or texted or notified me in one way or another, actually multiple people. And so I've combined them basically into two questions. And so I thought we could just break the ice with one of those. And then the rest of the questions will just be live if, if we have any live questions. So the first question, I mean, I, I, don't, I can't say why I'm putting this on the agenda first, but it's about sex. Yeah. I knew it would be. I knew it would so be. So I just, there, there <laughs> are probably well. a number of questions that could be asked about intimacy issues, whatever. So let's just come right out of the gates and talk about that first. And of course, there are going to be more questions about it, but that's always something worth considering, working through. In fact, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic. But what's the question? Because oh, my first answer just is... Just talk about intimacy, have please. Sex. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was, I don't... No, the, the no, question the is, question? you know, if one spouse wants more intimacy, how does that spouse go about um, trying to see that come a reality? <laughs> Something like that. So one spouse, let's just call him the husband. But it could, it could be the wife. It could be the wife. I know that that is true at times. Um, so the, the husband is not, you know, says we need to have this more often. So how do they, yeah. how do they get I, don't, I mean, I think probably the first thing is communication. So that comes to mind in our, our years of marriage, times of, you know, times where I might want to have it not as often as you. We've just talked about it. And so we'll have a good, frank conversation about expectations or goals or hopes in this area. Uh, talk about, you know, how often are, do you think we should have sex? How often do you think we should have sex? Um, that type of stuff. And then just communicate our desires. And, you know, if my number is lower than yours and your number is higher, then I know that my goal is to aim for your number. I mean, I, I, you know, I've, I've studied and looked at 1 Corinthians 7 enough to say that the Bible's really clear. Do not deprive one another unless we're going to pray about something, right? So if we decide to fast from sex to pray about something together and we decide that together... That's like the time. So it comes, it, you know, and every time this has come up in our marriage, it's like, well, God, I want to honor you in my marriage, and I don't want to deprive my husband. I think that's unwise for a lot of reasons. So help me to get more into it, to initiate it more. I actually put it on my prayer list to pray about it, and then I find someone to help me stay accountable. Hey, text me. We just use like a, 
We use like a code word, so in case our kids read our phone, you know. So we're like, how is your exercise lately? Something like that, you know, right? Because it kind of fits. And, uh, and uh, so then I'll be like, oh, thanks. You know, I'm, I'm doing well or whatever. We don't need to give details, but it's just someone to fit, you know, kind of follow up. So I, that's, I don't know. That's Talk about it. Pray about it accountability. Yeah. And see, I, maybe that's one big difference right there is, you know, you have, you put it on your prayer list. Whereas I think maybe a lot of guys, it's just default. It's on the prayer list, right? You don't have to put it there. It's just there. So I have, I have to add it to mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you mentioned first Corinthians chapter seven and, and how it says, do not deprive one another. And actually before it says that, it says that the husband's body is for the wife and the wife's body is for the husband. You actually and when you get married, you are um, you, you serve the other person with not just your words and your actions, but with your body. So your body is not your own, Paul says. And um, so it's really sex is not for you. It's for the other person. And if that's the case, then we end up with kind of a circular reasoning. Well, we should have sex as much as you want to have it. And then we should have sex as much as I want to have it because we're both preferring the other person. So at at what point do you just, which one do you pick, right? And what we've tried to stress at various points is it needs to be regular. It needs to be consistent, right? There's that, certainly that expectations in 1 Corinthians 7. Uh, the assumption is that sex is regularly happening in a marriage. And then um, as often as one of the person, one of the people wants it. That's ideally what ought to happen, which is maybe more. Every day. Maybe more, yeah. <laughs> That's right, basically. <laughs> now. Good one to start with. A good question to just. Their other question, well, actually, we'll go, if there's any live questions, we'll take those. But then I have a question if we don't have one live that I can go to. Yeah, we got, we, we got okay. one. Uh, thank you. Hi. Uh, I have a question. Uh, what happens if the, man, the woman has a better salary than the man? So, uh, and the couple decide that the man stayed at home and watch the kids and do everything that the woman's supposed to do. What happened? Is that okay? Yeah. So, the Bible makes it clear that the husband is called to be the leader in the home. So, the roles need to be in place uh, regardless of income quantities. So husbands are called to lead. Wives are called to support their husband's leadership. Those roles are timeless and cut through various circumstances. And so regardless of the quantity of pay, husbands need to be in a position where they're leading the family and wives need to be in a position in terms of their roles where they're supporting their husband's leadership. And the ideal way for that to take place in terms of the hours outside of the home or I mean there's just there's a lot of variables there um, but structurally ideally the wife is um, the one who is staying home with kids uh, or managing the home now there's lots of ways to do that and delegate various um, responsibilities but if it was a complete uh, reversal 
of schedules where the husband isn't working and only the wife is working. The wife has the income and the husband has a zero income, I think becomes a wisdom issue that's problematic at that point. So the ideal we want to work for, work toward is um, husbands are working inside the home, outside of the home, and leading their families. All right. We have other questions? Yep. All right. Um, how do you protect your Sabbath, and what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, great question. So how do, how do we protect our day of rest, and, and what does that look like? Do you want to start? Sure. Um, yeah, I think this is really important. It seems like this area, or maybe this stage of life, or maybe... Maybe, I don't know, everywhere around the world. But people seem to be really, really busy and not having a lot of rest time. So we, this is something we've talked about for, throughout the years, considering his job is also one where if he gets a phone call, you know, he might have to work on his day off or whatever. It doesn't have set hours. But we just try to take a day. We have a day on, set on the schedule where we try to be more purposeful in our rest. So we actually um, aren't available for other things on that day. His, it, the day is Monday, so it's very different than most people's day uh, of rest that they would consider. Um, we, you know, if someone says like, oh, I'm available Monday, we're just, I'm just like, oh, I'm busy that day, you know, because we're trying to be together as a family and also try to just rest and say that one's already taken up. There's something on the schedule. Um, try to do less work and be more purposeful to, I don't know, chill and and like sit down and be more restful what else how else we protected it schedule like yeah say no to things and block that off yeah and maybe one way we're able to do that is by saying yes like six other days of the week like we that's true we have people over to our house all the time we're going Mm -hmm. and doing things all the time we are filling six days to the full and uh, not, not that we're out every single night of the week, but you see what I'm saying. So we say yes a lot, but Monday is we try as, as much as possible to protect mm-hmm. it. And as much as we try, it's not, a, you know, we don't have a perfect track record on that, um, especially if an emergency phone call comes up or emails or, thing, you know, things that we need to try to, uh, I, I need to handle or whatever, uh, or, you know, I'm on a trip or something. And we, we, we go through these seasons of, even micro seasons of work in the course of a month or a couple of weeks, things string together. Um, So we try as much as possible to keep that day of rest and maximize it. So we try to go big on the day off. And so I try to spend good time with her, quality time. I try to spend quality time with the kids, be proactive. And so my day of rest isn't necessarily a day of lounging and taking naps on the couch. My day of rest is doing something different than what I normally do throughout the week. I'm resting from my labor here. And so that doesn't mean, you know, sleep and and chill time. That means just a different sort of, um, uh, different sort of stuff on my schedule. And um, so I try to be intentional with that time and really maximize the day off. Yeah. 
We'll try to also do uh, maybe once a quarter, you know, every, you know, once, maybe a couple of times a year, we'll try to take breaks as a family, go somewhere for a weekend or something like that. So we do that stuff too. I feel like this is a big thing that is on your mind. Do you have more to say about that? No. <laughs> I, there's probably a lot to say. It's hard. It's really hard. And if you're a mom and your job is in your home or if you stay at home and your job is in your home, it can be hard to switch and do things more restful and purposeful. So it, it's just something to, to constantly come back to. And p- part of the way we do that is we get date time or special time together and hang out. And also we try to um, not talk a lot of business. Uh, you know, not a lot of work or business necessarily. Uh, try to be more, I don't know, connection. So, I, yeah, it's a struggle. It's a balance. You got to find, fight for it and keep it. And if you don't have some time of rest, you tend to get overwhelmed. So if you're constantly overwhelmed, I feel like when I look back in my life, it hasn't been that I've maybe had that good structure where I'm slowing down. Yeah. And I'll just add lastly, it is important for us to regularly practice that sort of rest day because this is something that God has always expected of his people. He created the world in six days. He rested on the seventh. He set this pattern. There's this week pattern and a day of rest is included in that. And so we ought to take that seriously and um, not try to just plow and take matters into our own hands and work, work, work nonstop because um, I think there is an expectation for us to pause, remember the Lord, remember God's work, remember that he's in control, remember that, you know, all the kinds of things that we ought to capitalize on with our Sabbath day, as you said. It's good. It's a great question. And I think that's relevant for every one of us just to think through how can we be intentional with our time off?